the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. Tuesday. What a beautiful day it was outside. And um, I was pretty fortunate to have a little, you know, I was supposed to be on trial this week. So to give you guys a little inside, like, look at it, imagine having a vacation scheduled. So you have all of your work obligations under control. You have all of your personal obligations taken care of. The, the you know, if, if I had a dog, like the dog's in the kennel, the bills are paid, the laundry's done. Because when you do a trial, uh, one of this magnitude, where someone's life is on the line, basically all leaves are canceled. In other words, there's nothing going on but the trial. And so I really had the decks clear. And now the trial gets adjourned because there weren't any judges available because allegedly they were all on trial with other cases. So as opposed to like running out of the house in the morning, I was able to take care of a couple little odds and ends uh, in Brooklyn, New York. I did something I don't normally do. I um, put outside some Easter decorations. Now, my own personal rule of thumb in uh, honor of my my Irish brethren, I don't do that usually until after St. Patty's Day. Um, but the weather was so nice, and Marion had these decorations, and I have these little children that are mine that that you know, I knew would enjoy it, and it just the time was right. So I put up an Easter bunny and an Easter train because the Easter bunny will be coming, and then I got into Manhattan, and um, you know, there's so much news today that is just so bad, and I you know I don't really want to get into it. If you if you listen to uh, John Katz right before me and his whole crew. You heard about it, and you probably popped up on your phone, and it's probably in the back of the cab. And if you listen, if you listen to Ten Ten Wins, people getting their punched 125 times in their face, and shootings and stabbings, and ugh. I got into the city, I popped into the office, and I had an early lunch with a man by the name of Ken Rosato. And if uh, you don't know, if that name doesn't ring a bell, um, Ken Rosato has been the anchor of um, WABC television, Channel 7's morning show, for more years than I can count. It's a television show that starts at 4.30 in the morning. Um, And I will say this. When we sat down, we were chit-chatting. He said, you know, uh, he's not allowed to have any conversations uh, that are off the record with people who he would not have met if it wasn't for his WABC television prowess. 
I don't fall into that category. We know each other personally on another level. But um, since I'm now a journalist of sorts, um, you know, I'm going to say, you know what, Ken, nothing you told me is, is off the record. Not that he told me anything earth shattering, but he did uh, enlighten me. First of all, he is such uh, a star in his genre. Uh, he did show me some of the numbers, uh, the ratings that they get on television, the Nielsen ratings. And if you want to watch a morning show, that it seems like a lot of people in the, the, the tri-state area, forget about New York, uh, the whole the three, the other two states around us, and even further, their signal goes, I think especially early in the morning when I guess there's less interference. I mean, he's getting hundreds of thousands of people watching him at 6 o'clock in the morning. Um, but I decided, so the WABC television studios are all the way on the west side. They're by Lincoln Center. And that's where we were going to have, we had a great uh, breakfast slash lunch. Although normally when I meet him, it's at 10, but he had to do something. So I didn't meet him until 11. And I walked. I walked from 45th Street um, and 5th Avenue, where my office is, to 63rd Street and Broadway. And what a difference two years makes. <laughs> I know that sounds ridiculous. But I, you know, I, looking at my pictures from two years ago, because that's how I now memorialize life in general is by photos. Um, and two years ago, um, I was already out at my house in the Hamptons, and uh, my wife and, and child were on a plane to Florida, where they were going to go on quote unquote a vacation for a week. Um, and walking along Fifth Avenue. Uh, around, yeah, around 10, 45, 11 a.m., there was some hustle and bustle. Walking past Central Park, it was just beautiful. Um, we had this outstanding lunch, but walking back, I walked back as well because I don't do the whole gym thing. I got Judge Leventhal here, who's uh, one of my partners. He's a jock. So in the middle of the day, we're, we're doing push-ups. And by the way, he's a 70-something-year-old jock. But he will tell you one day we'll do an interview with him, how he played rugby professionally, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and he still thinks he's playing rugby professionally the way he beats me up in the office. But uh, when I walked back, it was the first time, it was the first time in two years that the streets were so crowded it was hard to walk. And normally that's annoying, um, but it was, it was, it was a thrill. Um, I actually cut through for a little bit Central Park. It was packed. This was at like 1.30 this afternoon. Central Park was packed at 1.30 on a Tuesday. There were tourists, like a lot of them. There were class trips. There were students. There were the horse and buggy rides. There were the guys with the bicycles. There were the hot dog stands and the knishes, if you can find a knish these days. Um, it was. I was like, wow, look at this. Look what's going on. And... As that's being said, and this is all unfolding, um, I look down at my phone and I find out that uh, somebody who I was with on Sunday um, at a little private lunch dinner we had um, wrote us a note saying, hi, just want to let you guys know I tested positive for COVID this morning. It's like, what? Yeah, I mean, the only other person I know or have heard of who has COVID is President Obama, and I have no idea how he got it. Um, but you know, again, so I made the phone call. How you doing? She's fine. She doesn't really sick. She had a little bit of a headache. So she's had a COVID test sitting on her desk. She took it and came back positive. Um, I think it's only five days of isolation now. 
So it, it, like, on the one hand, I'm like all fired up walking through the streets of Manhattan, walking on Fifth Avenue, Rockefeller Center is crowded. And I'm like, this is great. And then my phone buzzes and I look down and I'm like, what? She's got what positive? Wait, wait, hold on. This doesn't make sense. But um, we're going to talk a little bit more about the COVID-19 situation and what it means to New Yorkers. Um, and what it means with vaccinated, unvaccinated boosters, non-boosters. Um, we're going to talk in the next segment to our friend Lauren Conlon because, you know, I know that people have an interest in celebrity and celebrities' lives and the world of movies, which, you know, we all find intriguing in the it's Oscar season and, you know, the world of music. And I have to say, I, it's one area that I really don't have my fingers on the pulse. Um, a lot of my friends are watching some show, not some show, I know of it, called Ozark. Uh, my brother-in-law, who I have, the, I love and I have a tremendous amount of respect for, like he told me he watched a bunch of episodes the other night. Um, I feel guilty watching those shows because I feel like I, I need to always be learning. And I'll tell you something else. I'll confide another thing to uh, my, my radio listening family. Because I gave up drinking for Lent, um, I guess, is it going to be two weeks? Yeah, I think it'll be two weeks tomorrow that I haven't had a drink at all, not even like a, a Bissell. Um, that's not true. My buddy Dave Spring shamed me into having a sip of beer so I could hang out with him because he didn't want to drink alone. He felt like he was going to be an alcoholic. Um, but there, I would be lying to myself if I didn't say that there was another level of clarity and energy that I've been experiencing uh, keeping alcohol out of my diet. Um, so, but I, my overarching, uh, message to everyone here, um, is as my, as the, the train just went off the tracks. Oh, we're going to talk to Lauren. We're going to talk to, I just looked down. I was like, what was he talking about? We're going to talk to Lauren and she's going to fill us in about What's going on in pop culture? Because as I said, I, I feel like I always need to be learning. So I'm not watching Ozark and I'm not watching all these Netflix. Like, uh, And I'm not coming down on anyone who does. The one thing I did turn on on Netflix is a show. I think it's Netflix. is a show called Rome. And it's a combination of actors playing the roles of Julius Caesar and um, uh, Mark Anthony. But then they they insert professors of the classics and talk about uh, they they get like give you a little lecture for like two minutes and then there's like seven minutes worth of acting and it's really good and it's all in, in they're all dressed in costume I mean it's almost like a regular you know one of these little mini series except you have the professors coming in and chiming in and teaching you about what happened in ancient Rome. And, you know, those ancient Romans, they kind of had things going on pretty good, uh, much more so than the rest of the world did. So I need some help. And the only reason why I know I'm kind of smart is I know that I'm really not that smart, if that makes sense. Um, so Lauren's going to come on. She's going to give us a little bit about what's going on in the world, in music, in television. Um, I, I said to her, Lauren, what do you want to talk about? And here's her answer. I got this. Just introduce me. So, so I don't have a lot of work to do with the next segment. We're going to, we are going to talk about um, we are going to talk about the New York Yankees coming back and the Mets coming back and what's going on with the Brooklyn Nets regarding vaccines because it's even though the city looks like it's all recovered, obviously there's a little bit of coronavirus out there.
So let's talk about my friends at Connor and Sullivan. Um, you know, people get sick when they don't expect it. Obviously, you don't usually expect to get sick. Um, and you know what? People die unexpectedly. And if let's face it, if you die, if you, as Uncle Angel would say, hit the boards, who's left holding the bag? Is your family, your spouse, your children, your grandchildren, whoever your next of kin is. Don't you think you should be prepared for them? Do them a favor. And if you get sick, forget about the costs. $500 a day, $15,000 a month, and that's like bare minimum. That's if you don't need any extra special treatment. You could, Your whole estate could go bankrupt. So what should you do? You shouldn't panic. That's the last thing you should do. You should call Connors and Sullivan, attorneys at law. These attorneys have been doing this for 40 years. That's right, 40 years since I was 14 years old. That's a long, long time ago. That's when kids played on the street in Brooklyn. Now the streets are empty, but we can talk about that another time. You sit down with one of the lawyers in Connors and Sullivan. They'll give you a free initial consultation. It'll be with a lawyer. And they will tell you exactly what you're eligible for. They'll tell you how to put, come up with a plan so that you could avoid any dire financial situations. Call Connors and Sullivan for a free initial consultation with a lawyer, 718-238-6500. They have offices in Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, and Staten Island. Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, and Staten Island. There's, there's all, you're almost covered, and if you need to, they'll drive to the Bronx to meet you as well. It's never too late. The time, is act is not, the time to act is now. Call Connors and Sullivan today, 718-238-6500. You'll be glad that you did. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Driving ambition for 40 years in the United States, Mitsubishi Motors sees the automotive industry differently. Mitsubishi challenges convention with innovative approaches in the way Mitsubishi engineers and builds their vehicles. Just look at the all-new redesigned 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander, now in stock in all trim levels and all with the flexibility of third-row seating. Visit Freehold Mitsubishi today. FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732 it's tearing up my heart when I'm with you, but when we are apart, I feel it too, and no matter what I do, I feel the pain, with or without you. Song. I would kill something. Was this NSYNC or something, Sam Bellino? What is this, one of those boy bands? One of those boy bands, exactly. I mean, who would request a boy band when they're coming on the air? Oh, I know who. The great, <laughs> the awesome, the woman who threw down the shindig of the century midday at the Friars Club this past Friday. She packs the house at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. I don't know what that says, Lauren. It either says that you're really popular or your friends really like to drink early in the day. Which one are you going with, Lauren? I would say both, Arthur. And thank you for having me. And thank you for that lovely intro song. That I was dancing by myself. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I usually dance with San Bellino plays, but it's usually not in sync. But, Lauren, I don't know if you were able to hear my, my out of the last segment. But, like, you know, I just, with mm -hmm. the little one, I mean, I'm doing a lot of Disney. A lot, doing a lot yeah. of Disney. I got Let It Go coming on my ears. Um, and I, you know, I do a lot of educational stuff for me, but you know, the meat and potatoes of what people are watching and listening to, um, I'm not, I, there's a possibility I'm going to go see the, the Batman, um, on Saturday, 
but I, I'm, I'm out yeah. of the loop. So do me a favor, Lauren. There are a lot of young people, people, I, I call myself young, so I mean, I know you're a baby, mm-hmm. but fill us in. What's going well, on in the world? I'm the microphone is yours. I mean, I'm not a baby. Let's, let's be clear. Our kids are basically the same age. Yeah, <laughs> you except you had yours clear, at a typical age. I had mine at an atypical age, but keep going. Yes, no, that's totally fine. You're such a good dad. I actually don't even know how you do it, how you still bend over and chase them and, and pick stuff up. But anyway, um, I actually just finished Ozark. I don't know if you have watched the last season, but this is the last season of Ozark. It was the first installment, next installment, the next episodes are coming out April 29th. Okay, Lauren, Lauren, I need to hear this. Hello, hello. So I need to hear this, yep. and your phone is like cutting in and out because you hit the nail on the head. I don't know if you heard me earlier talking about Ozark and telling me my brother-in-law has been watching it, my best man Billy has been watching it. Excuse me? Are you kidding me, Lauren? I mean, you're in the – I mean, of all the places in the world you could go to call me, you pick a place where the phone is cutting in and out. I mean, obviously you could really don't – you could do no wrong in my eyes, but, you know, I, the, the listeners probably want to hear – your let's see okay. what would what would oh. Oh, no. Lauren, why don't we do this? Because I got I got the I got the whole show. Why don't you why don't we hang up and I could I have yeah. plenty of things, I got a whole list and you wanna call me right back, maybe from a place where you get a little bit of a better signal? Now, I feel like I'm drinking again. It's been two weeks tomorrow, but here I am. I'm I'm, I'm putting the booze okay, down. Okay, thank oh, you. Yeah. So that's Lauren Conlon, who's being so nice, because I don't know if she wants anyone to know this, but let's just say she's not working right now. She's having family time, so that was very, very sweet of her to call me back. Um, I don't know how anyone feels about this, but... Um, our phone number is 877-970-2999, 877-970-2999. The Senate passed a bill today, or law, well, they're trying to sign it into a law bill, um, to keep daylight savings time the way it is right now um, so that it wouldn't take a play, a play effect if it passed the House and then get signed in by Biden until 2023 because apparently the airlines and the trains have to catch up with their schedules. But um, what do you think? Should we just keep it? Should we not fall back and then spring ahead? 877-970-2999. I would love to um, hear from you about what your thoughts are. I would love to hear Lauren Conlon's voice. Hi, Lauren. Are you there? Hi, I'm back. Can you hear me? Oh, now you sound just Jim Dandy. Tell me about Ozark. Okay, Great. Well, no, I was going to say it took me a while to finish it. For whatever reason, I couldn't get into the first couple episodes. And then my husband went away for the week or something and I was bored. So I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to binge watch it. So I did. And I was shook, Arthur. The last episode, did you watch it? No, no, I don't even know how to spell it, let alone watch it. (laughs) You're so funny. It's actually, I would say the first couple seasons are very good. I would say they they kind of remind me a little bit of how The Sopranos started off. Now I know that's probably going to be. You, an could you, Lauren? Could you give us like sixty seconds of like what is it about? Is it an American thing? Is it a drug thing? Is it a crime thing? Is it a yes, sex it's, thing? It's everything. It's an American thing. It's a drug thing. I mean, Jason Bateman basically moves his family to the Ozarks 
where he kind of gets in a situation where he has to launder money for a drug cartel. Now, Jason Bateman, I always say this, he plays the same character in every show, every movie. This is no different. However, everybody else is so good that you don't really pay attention to the fact that he's the same character that he is in Arrested Development. You know, it really, it really is good. Laura Linney is, I think she is so evil in this. I, I almost forget, you know, she's an actress. She's that good. So it's, it's one to watch. So is I that the show? Is that, is that the show at the top of everyone's list right now? That's what's rolling off of everyone's tongue is Ozark? I mean, no, I, I think I was a little bit late. I feel like I'm also watching this show on um, Epic called From. That's very scary. It has Spell walking it. dead vibes. I actually just, what's that? Spell it. Uh, from, like F-R-O-M. Did you go to okay. kindergarten? <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, you know, there's something called From Follies. That has to do with my Jewish brethren, and they'll be <laughs> celebrating Purim this week. But, okay, F-R-O-M, like, where are you from? Okay, and yes, that's another... Like, where that's are a... you from? It's... Yes. Go ahead, roll. This is also a great show. It's very scary, so if you don't like scary things, I wouldn't watch it. Um, it's, it's a great cast. Harold Perrineau, did you ever watch Oz? He played Augustus in the wheelchair in Oz. Okay, I, I no, I never watched Oz, but I that Oz, no, I know that's got to do with jail, right? Yeah, it was very good. Um, but if you don't mind, I would like to share with you guys an off-Broadway show that I think everybody should see right Absolutely. now. Absolutely, that that's more up my alley. Weekend. That's that's much more up my alley. Go ahead. Okay, okay. So I will say I um. I had tickets to this show. It's called Notes from Now, and it's a song cycle, which is different. You know, it's, it's, um, it's only music. It's only 90 minutes long, and it's new music. So um, a bunch of composers got together and basically wrote songs. I don't want to say about the pandemic, but it was like it was very relatable to the pandemic. People feeling lonely and then being afraid to come out. And, and you know, it. I actually cried because I felt like I, I was – sort of a person that would dismiss the pandemic a lot of the time because it was so inconvenient for me and blah, blah, blah. And it was like really nice to humanize the whole thing again and see how it affected other people. It made Wait, me feel I, hold on, let, let's back up. a jerk. The, hold on one second. The, the pandemic was inconvenient. Yeah. Is that what we're going with? Okay. I, I, that's obviously, I mean, it, I was nervous for a while, but yes, it was a huge inconvenience and it's a terrible thing. But okay. first, right, I just, I, I don't think I've ever heard anyone refer refer to a two-year pandemic as inconvenient yeah that was very nice okay i continue is that I bad apologize. to say is that no bad? i don't I'm think it's bad it to say i think it's a little <laughs> unique but i don't think it's bad to say oh i mean yeah i moved in with my parents i was like i was a huge inconvenience to them like it was not okay for anybody okay so, so wait wait i want to hear yeah, i want to first of all where's the off-broadway show located so it's at 59 East 59th Street. It's beautiful theater. I mean, it's 59th and Madison, so it's a great location. You can actually go to a good restaurant like Hutong or something down the street if you want Chinese or, you know, whatever. You can go to Fig and Olive if you want some, some wine and, and some, you know, good Mediterranean. So it's a great area. And, again, the show's only 90 minutes, and the music is so beautiful, Arthur. I mean, I actually brought my three-year-old son, and people looked at me like I was crazy, but he sat there the whole time. I feel like I was the star of the show because everyone after was like, you're such a good mom. Your kid didn't say a word. I'm like, yeah, well, he was sleeping a lot of the time, but, <laughs> you know, it's fine. Um, it's fine. Oh, something else really funny that you'll actually love because I am in Florida right now. We got here today. It was a day of travel. True oh, story, my three-year-old son, the same one I brought to the show, threw up in an elevator full of people because he was motion sick. <laughs> when, today? 
yesterday. In the hotel? Three women screamed at the hotel. It was awful. It was like a movie or something. It was literally out of a movie. He gets in. People start piling in. And I'm like, honey, are you okay? And he makes this weird face, right? And I'm like, oh, God. Oh, God. And then he projectiles and everybody screams. Are you serious? Oh, Oh, Lauren. I'm I'm sure sure Mm -hmm. our listeners are enjoying this as they're preparing their, their evening meal. Oh. Yeah, sorry guys. He's no, not really nothing, sick. Though. He's motion sick. <laughs> there's, there's, listen, there's nothing better than parenthood, Lauren. I know you're away, but um, since we lost you for a few minutes on the break, can I um? Yeah. We have them end of the thing. I, I want to talk to you a little bit about all these people I read about in the newspaper that I'm not really sure why we're reading about them, like Pete Davidson and Kanye, oh. and like you. So can yes. you just like hold on, like like 120 seconds, and were they going oh to do the news or whatever? I would love to. Do? All right, hold on. We'll be right back. Lauren Conlon coming up. (laughs) Okay. Well, when you talk to someone like Lauren Conlon, you got to think about money because when you see her, it's obvious that she has some because she's always dresses to the nines and accessorizes appropriately. And so when you think about if you have money in these wild times with the stock market going on this roller coaster ride, where do you want to put your money? I say put it at Empire State Bank for safekeeping. Obviously, it's not an investment, it's just for operational purposes because they are going to provide innovative financial solutions. They're a smaller bank, so they're going to give you personal service. And they're going to have industry expertise to run and grow your business or to keep a a keen eye on your personal finances. Now, because they know a lot of attorneys listen to this show, they have designed the Attorney Advantage Banking Program. It's a specialized program to meet the challenges of law firms. Empire State Bank's IOLA escrow account management is built for attorneys and law firms with the fiduciary responsibility of managing clients' funds. You guys should know the number one reason why lawyers get in trouble is because they mismanage lawyers' funds. I'm sorry, clients' funds. So be sharp on that one, attorneys, fellow attorneys. The way Empire State Bank sets it up is you have one master checking account with unlimited sub-accounts for each client, allowing you to keep clients' funds separate for, from your own, which is another essential part uh, under the attorney's rules of ethics. You can allocate account interest, generate reports, disperse funds, generate year-end tax preparation, and your funds are safe because Empire State Bank provides FDIC insurance greater than a quarter, the quarter of a million dollars other banks provide. Open an IOLA checking account today and take your law firm to the next level with attorney advantage banking exclusively at Empire State Bank. They have locations in Brooklyn, Staten Island, and Queens. You could call them today at 833-393-7700, 833-393-7700, or visit esbna.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Smoke Signals Radio, your answer to everything you and all smokers need to know about stopping tobacco with smoking cessation expert Matthew Bars. Matt has a quit rate of 70% and you can quit too. Smoke Signals, every Saturday at noon on AM 970, The Answer. So in life, throws you uh-ohs. Just say, better get me go. 
Go to Mako.com for an online estimate today. Uh-oh, Brad's buzzed. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's starting with the woots. <laughs> Good thing is, he knows when he's buzzed. Know your buzzed warning signs? Call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Tonight at 7 o'clock, it's Travel Night on Radio Night Live, and we will delve into all things related to your upcoming travel plans. I hope that you'll make plans to join us. Valerie Delia will co-host with me. Special guest planned. We'll see you tonight at 7. The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored in part by the good people at Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey. America's been thunderstruck by the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander. Get high style without the high price, plus an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Drive one today at Freehold Mitsubishi for the best selection and outstanding customer service. Just a short ride from anywhere in the metro tri-state area. Visit FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. News. Opinion. Passion. This is AM 970. The Answer. 58 degrees. We have sunshine on this Tuesday evening. What's going on? We have the answer. Well, two high school students have been injured after being stabbed during a fight across the street from their school in Queens. One of the teens is in critical condition. Students at John Adams High School were put on lockdown after the stabbings. Police are still looking for their attacker or attackers. A Yonkers man was arraigned today after allegedly being caught on camera viciously beating a 67-year-old Asian woman. 42-year-old Tamel Esco was arraigned on felony charges, including attempted murder and assault as a hate crime after authorities say he attacked a woman in her apartment lobby. Esco is being held without bail and is due back in court next week. Authorities have the man in custody accused of stabbing two employees at the Museum of Modern Art here in New York City. Let's get more from Scott Pringle. Police picked up Gary Cabana overnight at a bus terminal in Philadelphia. NBC reports Cabana was allegedly setting fire to his nearby hotel room in Philly hours before his arrest. He had been on the loose. The NYPD alleges he jumped over the reception desk to stab two Museum of Modern Art employees Saturday. He was apparently upset they would not give him access to a film after getting his membership revoked. The museum closed for a couple days following the stabbing. Scott Pringle, NBC News Radio, New York. Thank you, Scott. Taking a look at the traffic across the Hudson, 15 to 20 minutes outbound at the Holland Tunnel, 5 to 10 on the city-bound side. Outbound Lincoln still holding on to a 20 to 30-minute delay. Then we're slow on the westbound side of 495 in New Jersey, heading up around the Helix up towards Pleasant Avenue. An accident, though, just cleared off the roadway. 5 to 10 on the city-bound side. George Washington Bridge, that's a pretty good ride. In New Jersey, 35 South in Woodbridge, right by North Washington Avenue, a crash. And Route 1 in Edison jammed up southbound the Forest Haven Boulevard with a collision. Your forecast, cloudy skies tonight, low 46. Sunshine tomorrow, high 59. Rain likely for St. Patty's Day, at least for part of the day. High of 54 and sunny for Friday with a high near 70. And now you know what's going on. I am Mike Barker on AM 970, The Answer. We're back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with New York City's preeminent trial attorney and quintessential New Yorker, attorney Arthur Idala. Well, rain on St. Patty's Day, that's going to be a problem. Um, the city is so fired up for St. Patty's Day. Don't forget that the, the city was already decorated for St. Patty's Day. When I say the city, I mean all five boroughs. A year later, you passed by a restaurant in in Manhattan or in Brooklyn or in Queens. They still had St. Patty's Day decorations in there, in, in for Christmas because everything was shut down. 
Um, I'm terrified to come to, to come into the city. The parade passes right in front of my office on 45th Street and 5th Avenue. That will definitely be a, a subway day. Uh, we're going to avoid the cars. Um, we're going to avoid any um, expulsion of bodily fluids in this next segment. But we are going to continue to talk to uh, Lauren Conlin about what's going on in the world of celebrity. Um, Lauren, sure. I, I'll I mean, I read about Pete function. Davidson. Okay, yeah, no bodily functions. I read about Pete <laughs> Davidson all the time. Why is he such a superstar? This is funny. I mean, I have to say Pete needs to ask Lauren Michaels for a raise like ASAP. Did you know that SNL viewership is totally up? And I have a feeling it's because of Pete, not because they're so funny. You know what I mean? Yeah, but he, um, I'm going to say so, he's not hes not so funny. No, he's not, but he's dating Kim Kardashian. And basically, the drama that has erupted has entertainment people and millennials and Gen Zers on the edge of their seat. Maybe not so much this audience. Um, that's why I'll make it quick. But I have to say, I thought that Kanye put this post up on Instagram. I thought it was fake. It turns out it wasn't fake. It was Pete Davidson literally taking a selfie, giving him the finger, saying, I'm in bed with your wife. It was, it's, it's very dramatic. I mean, and, and, and granted, Kanye is, he's starting some drama. Obviously, he's, he's uh, clinically bipolar, so he does have mental health issues that should be treated, but apparently he's off his medication, and he's going a little rogue. It's so funny, because, so Lauren, yesterday you know, had, I had a psychiatrist on. I feel like I should be doing this segment with you and him. <laughs> Why? Because obviously you're talking about mental illness. I mean, this guy is, you know. Oh, okay. I mean, and here's here's yeah. the story. Are we mentally ill that we care so much? Because obviously we care because it wouldn't be, they must be getting the clicks on the New York Post app and the Daily News app because they, you know, they keep pushing these stories to the front of their, their oh, websites. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and as somebody who, you know, has a relationship with these outlets, it's really interesting to me. To, as to what they find, uh, you know, worthy of publishing and whatnot. So usually after my podcast, if I have a celebrity, you know, I'll transcribe everything and I'll say, hey, I thought this was really interesting. And they'll be like, eh, next. But then if I have something silly, it's like they want it. It's weird. I don't understand how that works. I'm kind of like, this was not even interesting to me at all. But okay, go ahead. Take it. And who you are know? the other big names in the news besides Pete Davidson and Kanye and the, that whole trifecta? There? Oh, man. Well, you know, the Critics' Choice Awards just happened. And I feel like celebrities, as much as I love entertainment, celebrities always annoy me because they jump on the bandwagon with whatever's happening in the world. And just, I don't know. I mean, you know, like... At the Oscars one year, they all kind of crapped on Trump because that was trendy. And then this year, they're like, oh, we all stand with Ukraine. And it's like, you know, if they didn't say that, would they be ridiculed? I don't know. I just feel like it's not, um, to me, it wasn't super genuine. Were there any, were there know, any, big, were there any big winners there, of, like names I should be, like, hit to? <laughs> yeah, um, so Will Smith won Best Actor for King, um, that show King Henry, or the movie. I didn't watch it yet. Did you see it? That's what about, that's no, about the Williams sisters' dad, correct? So I honestly, I'm very behind on all of the movies. The only movies I've actually seen um, are West Side Story and uh, Don't Look Up. And I think there was one more. Was Don't Look Up as good as my friend Mario told me it is? No, it's not that. I don't find any of the movies that good. Am I crazy? What do you think of West Side Story? It was was good. I mean, I I like the musical. I'm a Broadway person. 
Ariana DeBose, who played Anita, she just won the Golden Globe. She also hosted SNL, which I don't know for a fact, but I feel like she must have had to fill in for somebody because she was not funny at all. I felt like she was way out of her depth. I mean, just three years ago, she was ensemble in Hamilton on Broadway, and now she's winning Golden Globes and, you know, and winning uh, all these awards and doing SNL. So it's, it's, I don't know. She's a little out of her depth, but good for her. Last night, I was um, very lucky to be in the Plaza Hotel. When was the last time you were in the Plaza Hotel? Like a month ago for Christmas. Relax. A month ago? Okay. Well, there hasn't been a lot of activity in the ballroom with, a, with 275, 300 people without masks. But thanks to oh, um, okay. our general manager, Jerry Crowley, I was invited to the Broadcast- Broadcasters Foundation of America. And um, that was run by the president and, and Jerry's friend. And I guess I think now my friend, um, Tim McCarthy, um, and it, they raise money for broadcasters who are struck with tragedies. A lot of it has to do with natural disasters. But it brings me to the Broadway piece of it. The entertainment for the night was by uh, a man who I know now since 1993, Norm Lewis. Um, he, you know who he's he is, my right? Favorite. Yeah, he's, he's great. My favorite. Are you serious? Yeah, he played. He sang uh, "Music of the Night" from Phantom because he's played the Phantom. Um, he played. Yes. He sang "Dreams" because he was Javert in the 25th anniversary of Les Misérables, um, and he sang something. When he sings it on PBS. Right, correct, exactly. I have the DVD and I watch it. But Les Mis is my number one, and he sang. Um, he sang something. He sang something from Sondheim. And he actually is on a new album, I think you could still call it that, that's coming out uh, as a tribute to Stephen Sondheim, who uh, obviously he passed away very recently. And um, Doug Jabara, who is a baritone, uh, did some duets with Norm Lewis. And this Monday night at the Friars Club, the 21st, they'll be performing uh, a tribute to Stephen Sondheim. And last night, it was just Wait, so great. Is Norm coming? On Monday? Well, we'll see. It's up to, you know, the, the, we'll keep the suspense up. Oh, but it was just so God. great. You know, I would being, freak out. It was, it was so great being in the plaza, being surrounded with all of these veterans, um, all your friends from WABC Radio were there, John Katsimatidis, and, um, and Frank Marano was there, and Sid Rosenberg was there, and Chad Lopez was there. And it was just a packed house, and everyone was all... I'm so sad I missed it. That's too bad. Next well, time. My my message in the beginning of the show is New York is coming back. And between last night being inside in the plaza and watching a, the great Norm Lewis perform, and then today being outside between uh, Central Park and Rockefeller Center, and and you know hearing about you going to an off Broadway show, you know it's exciting. Um, the only thing that's not exciting is raining yeah. on St. Patrick's Day, but you know whatever, we'll we'll figure that part out. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I've been a fan of Norm Lewis for a really long time. He's also in Defy Blood, the Spike Lee movie yes. that's on Netflix right now. Well, he's been on TV. He's been that. everywhere. He is well, Lauren, everywhere. I'm going to let you go because I feel like I'm taking you away from your family. No, um, I was actually going to ask you, can I just plug my new show that's yeah, premiering um, this Sunday on WOR at 6 a.m.? It's a new lifestyle show. It's called Your Best Self. So I'll be hosting that with a lot of great guests. It's not a typical health show. I am not the healthiest person. I eat Lucky Charms a lot and Shake Shack. So I'll be learning on how to get healthy with you. So all right, <laughs> well, everyone can tune in. God, God bless you, Lauren. And thank you for jumping on. And thank you for teaching me about what, what's going on in the world out there. I guess eventually I'll have to turn on Ozark. <laughs> Thanks for having me, Arthur. No problem. I hope night. your son feels better. See you later. He's great. 
Thank you. Okay. Bye. So along the lines of, of what's going on in New York City, I just saw that Rockefeller Center, for the first time in decades, um, they're going to lift up the ice skating ring and they're going to go from ice skating to roller skating, um, which they have done in the past. Uh, apparently, they take the the contraption for the ice and they store it. And then usually they make a cafe um, or a restaurant with a bar and music and stuff in the middle of the ice skating ring. Well, what was the ice skating ring? And that's what they do for the summer. But they just announced that they're going to have some sort of smaller version of a roller skating ring as well as having a cafe and a bar, et cetera, et cetera. Um, when we come back, we'll talk a little bit about Eric Adams' poll numbers. We'll talk a little bit about the Brooklyn Nets and Kyrie Irving sneaking into a Nets game as a spectator. And we'll talk about the Yankees and the Mets and will who will be able to play uh, ball and who won't be able to play ball. We have a little sound for you on that. And daylight savings time. Do we want it to stay around? Do we want to save it? When October when we fall back or November, or do we want to stay ahead? We'll be right back. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Mitsubishi dreamers, designers, and engineers are redefining choices in mobility for a whole new generation of independent, modern, and savvy consumers who want value, like the new redesigned 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander featuring its industry-leading Mitsubishi 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Visit Freehold Mitsubishi today, freeholdmitsubishi.com, or call 732-863-27. There's a lot to learn and understand when getting ready to buy a home. Having a right lending team in place who can help is important. The lending experts at Citizens Bank can answer your questions about home borrowing or how to get started with a mortgage pre-approval. Call Citizens Bank at 212-857-6668, 212-857-6668, and ask a citizen. Mortgages are offered and originated by Citizens Bank N.A., NMLS number 433960, Equal Housing Lender. Think your homeowner's insurance covers home title fraud? Think again. And neither does your common identity theft program. The FBI calls home title fraud one of the fastest growing crimes, which is why you should go to HomeTitleLock.com. America's leader in home title protection. Here's the problem. The deed to your home is the only document that proves you own it. And the deeds to all our homes are online now. In minutes, a criminal can find and forge your name off the deed to your home and refile as the new owner. Like Jeff, who spent a fortune in legal fees after a thief forged himself onto the deed to Jeff's home and took out loans. Jeff didn't have home title lock then, but he does now. Or Deborah, who thought her common identity theft service would protect her after a criminal got onto the deed to her home and had her evicted. Deborah has Home Title Lock now. HomeTitleLock.com is your peace of mind that the deed to your home is protected. Visit HomeTitleLock.com, HomeTitleLock.com. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the New York Army National Guard. Aired by the New York State Broadcasters Association and this station. Kevin McCullough is next on AM 970. 
The Answer. I took her out. It was a Friday night. I walk alone to get the feeling right. We started making out and she took off my pants. But then I turned on the TV. And that's about the time she walked away from me. Nobody likes you when you're 23. And I saw more of these my TV shows. What the hell is ADD? I It doesn't feel that way. And I don't feel that way. Um... I don't know. I have so much uh, energy. I'm very, very lucky. I don't know if it's um, the radio show that's uh, pumping me up. My f- almost four-month-old child is pumping me up. The lack of alcohol in my system that's pumping me up. But um, Eric Adams, Mayor Adams, has been pretty pumped up. And it's interesting how the news is covered. And I'm happy that it's being uh, covered well for him because all the headlines are, you know, 60% of uh, 61% of people approve uh, the mayor's he, they say he's a good mayor etc cetera, etc cetera. but if you dig a little deeper um it's really of of registered voters it's much lower so if you just ask the person on the street it's higher it's 20% higher give or take because these things are so far from scientific but if you you know when i saw this i i, I asked joan um, who helps me produce the show to dig a little deeper. And although the 60 or 61% looks great, when you look at the registered voters, his numbers are much lower. Um, his, it's actually 40%. Now, Bill de Blasio, around the same time in his uh, tenure, was at 39%. So he's not exactly doing much better than de Blasio. And again, this is not perfect because the the polls were taken a little different time, but it's all, they all have to do with their first year in office. Um, let's see. Then Mayor Michael Bloomberg was doing a good job. 50% people said he was doing a good job. And don't forget, he came in right after 9-11, which was a very pivotal point in the world. Um, and Rudy Giuliani had the highest numbers. Again, that was the end towards the end. Oh, I take that back. Uh, the second highest numbers. <laughs> You're going to laugh when you have the highest numbers. Um, Rudy Giuliani had 51% all the way at the end of his first year, December of 1994. Um, so he, you know, he had a full year under his belt and he was at 51%. I would hazard to say Giuliani's numbers would have been lower in March right after he was elected because folks forget Rudy had a little bit of a bumpy start and and things weren't so smooth. But by the end of the year, he got his act together. David Dinkins in March of 1990, um, 56% of registered voters said he was doing a good job. Uh, I don't think those were the numbers upon Mayor Dinkins' exit. But um, because especially since he lost. Um, But, you know, Eric Adams seems to be, again, from the person on the street, he's got 60 percent approval rating to the registered voter. He's got 40 percent approval rating. Um, I would like to hear what um, Eric Eric Adams had to say about guns and cut number five. The overproliferation of guns in our cities. It's creating an encounter that's causing bloodshed across our nation. 
It is time to stop the sixth fixation with guns. There are too many guns on our streets. Okay. Well, I agree that there are too many guns on our streets, but not everyone does. You know, I was speaking to people, again, who I respect, who are friends of mine, who are lawyers, who are colleagues, and they're leaning towards, um, you know, uh, loosening up the gun laws for the quote-unquote law-abiding citizens. The reason why I'm not buying that is because, and, and I will do some research to look at the statistics, but I believe crime was amongst the lowest under the Bloomberg administration, under Ray Kelly and Mike Bloomberg. And that was because of years of enforcement under the Giuliani administration and then in the beginning of the Bloomberg administration. And it was the time where there were the least amount of guns in the city by law-abiding citizens and because Bloomberg made it almost impossible to get a, a new carry permit. It was, I mean, I, the, I knew the guy who ran the unit. He was a police officer. It was a friend of mine. It was almost impossible to get a, a gun permit under Bloomberg. And what Bloomberg made a deal with the five district attorneys uh, of the five boroughs that if they promised to sentence everyone who got caught with an illegal gun to two years in prison, uh, he would give them more money in their, in their budgets. And those DAs, more or less, not not absolutely, but more or less, followed those guidelines. And as guns went down, boy, oh boy, crime went down significantly to the lowest in, in recorded history. So I do agree with the mayor that there is an over-proliferation of guns. And... Um, you know, we need to we need to, to deal with that. And the way to deal with that, I don't think, is, oh, let's arm everybody. Not in a city where you're standing shoulder to shoulder with people. Uh, and if you're going to tell me everyone is good, who's going to carry a gun is going to go to marksman school and make sure that they don't miss when they're trying to shoot someone and they don't hit a, a bystander, they don't hit a kid on a bicycle. Well, I mean, maybe we could talk about it. But you know, the last thing I want is people... Uh, walking around with guns who are in bars drinking, who are now smoking weed. Like, that is not my idea of a good time in Manhattan, where on the streets of Fifth Avenue, as I said in the beginning of the program, we were walking shoulder to shoulder. We were way on top of each other. Two guys get into a hassle there. One guy's going to pull out a quote-unquote legal gun and try to shoot the other guy. You know how many bystanders would get nailed? That's not my attitude. And I know that there are... NRA people out there, and I know under the the Heller case by just written by Justice Scalia, we you know you have a right to bear arms. That's but but states home rule, you're allowed to dictate what that is, and um, what that is is not that you know New York City says you have to be able to carry a gun if you're um, if you're a citizen because the United States Supreme Court says that the the states are allowed to restrict your access to firearms. And look, that new team went out yesterday. Let's see in a month what they've done. I keep hearing from people, oh, you know, Adams came in, he was going to be tough on crime. Well, it doesn't happen overnight. It's not flipping a light switch. The team went out yesterday. 
um, after getting training in everything from how to identify someone who might have a gun to knowing the laws of when you're allowed to stop, when you're allowed to stop and question someone, when you're allowed to stop and frisk someone, and when you're allowed to stop and arrest someone. There are, you know, my partner, Judge Barry Cammons, literally writes a three inch book on these facts, on these laws. So um, the city is feeling good. Looks like we're heading in the right direction. I was not happy to hear that a friend of mine tested positive for COVID yesterday. But again, she's not seriously ill, so that's a good thing. Um, But we all have to play a part in this. Tomorrow I want to talk about baseball and the coronavirus. Um, I want to talk about, it looks like Pfizer is asking for permission for people over 65 years old to get another shot, another booster shot. Which, if that's what they think, if that's what it's showing, look, my parents obviously are over 65 years old. If that's what they need to be healthy, then then that's what we're going to do. Um, I think my friend Joan, for the first time, would like to chat real quickly about an event she has coming up. So we're going to give her the airways for a moment. Joan Pelzer, what do you got? Hello. I want my song, though, Matt. Come on, Sambolino. Where's my song? You All right, stop. (laughs) So I am here because a mutual friend of ours, Zen Sams, the famous Zen Sams radio show host on WOR and iHeartRadio, is hosting with me an event tomorrow called National Smart and Sexy Day. And I wanted to tell you all about it and invite you all to join us. If you would like to join, it's acdnonline.org backslash smart and sexy the theme this year is find your smart fit it's the 10th anniversary they've been doing it for 10 years it's sponsored by smart and sexy lingerie and it's all about empowering women in order to help them be employed it's really a cool concept it's a non Isn't today some sort of employment women's equal employment today is day? women's equal employment day it's a national holiday and by you know, biden and do you know whose birthday it is today whose birthday would have been today who Ruth Bader Ginsburg Aww. would have been 89 years old today. I didn't realize she was a little older than Justice Scalia, who would have been 86 last week. Um, and she's 89. She would have been 89 years old. Today. I was her for Halloween. So, yeah. She <laughs> so tell people one more time if they want to tune in. So if they want to tune in and come to this tomorrow, it's acdnonline.org backslash smart and sexy. And Zen Sams will join us. We have Barbie Levy, a plus-size body positivity rapper, Petia Abor Razag from Grow With Google, and My Money Workshop. It's going to be awesome, and it's all about women securing an employment and enhancing the quality of their lives. Well, the one thing that they do, plenty of at AM's 97, the answer is they, they take very good care of the women in this profession. So hats Woo-hoo. off to them, and hats off to our law firm because we do the same thing. Yes, have a great do. night, everyone. Drive safe, and uh, see you tomorrow. The preceding program sponsored by Freehold Mitsubishi. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.